How are you today, Derek? Oh, I'm actually uh, been been better. I've uh, got a cold going on, but uh, oh, I had uh, you know had a lot to do today, and uh, the people I'm working with are depending on me. So uh, you know, I took some vitamin C, and uh, I'm good to go. So how are okay. you doing? <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah, it, it does stink when you're sick, but yeah, have some garlic too, and we can't. Yeah, we can't always call out in this type of you know, environment, it's, it's tough on the folks that are, like you say, are waiting for us. Yeah, totally. But, uh, I did make sure I didn't, I wasn't in uh, contagious or anything. I don't have, oh, yeah, that's you know, true. you definitely yes. don't want to make other people sick, but, uh, right. Right, right, right. yeah, no, I just kind of laid low yesterday, but, uh, things are okay. Cool. But, uh, how is it going? I heard you got, or your people got a threatening letter. It was the talk of the office here. Uh, <laughs> well, yes, because it was a big deal. Okay. So, so back, when Bianca had been symptomatic, um, the, I, I think the manager was sort of like being unfriendly and unhelpful. They hadn't received Wait, the a, manager a, a, of the apartment of the building. Apartment building. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, and um, and they they hadn't received any kind of um, formal eviction notice, but. Um, they were worried about it at that time, or at least Mick was because Bianca wasn't doing well. But now um, what happened when Bianca had received uh, Medicare bills from when she was in the hospital and Mick noticed yeah, those yeah. bills even before, she, yeah, even before she got discharged. So he kind of like panicked and he didn't pay the month, uh, the, this month's rent. Oh, so, no. Yeah. So, so, oh, poor so Mick. I know he was, he, they didn't know what to do. Um, yeah, and he, and I can see so that. yeah, he, 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 he kind of panics like that. Uh, well, this time for, for kind of good reason, mm-hmm. but, um, but yeah, so he didn't pay the rent. So now they did get a letter that is, uh, it's not an eviction notice, but it is threatening something to that effect. And, and they even um, have reported to me a couple of times that the manager's just like slow in getting back to them. If the, you know, once the toilet was clogged a couple of weeks ago, and then um, uh, the window was kind of like stuck, and he just was unresponsive, and and yeah. uh, they're just yeah, they're kind of unhappy there. You know, they were doing doing so well and happy in terms of. You know, Bianca getting out of the hospital, but you know, now that it's getting cold, you know, first they were afraid about the rent, and then they're like, they're they're not, they don't really like it that it's the kind of apartment where they have to pay their own utilities, mm-hmm. and um, and as I said, now that it's getting kind of chilly, they're kind of afraid to raise the temperature if they need to because they're just overwhelmed with being able to pay for all of this oh boy yeah that's a tough decision i mean there's a lot of pros and cons that go into deciding to move i mean yeah i know yeah. like mick's job is close to where you where they live mm-hmm. now and that might be an issue there's mm-hmm. got to be a lot going on in their heads i would imagine there 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 there's a lot they're they're undecided they're they're really not sure how to approach it so um i talked to them about some some of the stuff that we you know we do with folks when we talk about problem solving and i talked to them about you know weighing the pros and cons like you said is it close to work okay good but are you unhappy with the way the manager is treating you you know well not so good yeah. so i'm um i'm i'm helping them do that i kind of like assigned them to sort of make a checklist and kind of start the process so that they can figure out what they want to do because 
you know, really, it's like it's such an important part of your your wellness, you know, coming home to a place where you're comfortable and happy. And Bianca doesn't work. So she spends time there and she she needs to be, you know, comfortable. Yeah, I mean, it is you're exactly right. You know, when you think about like people's needs, um, housing, good, safe, affordable housing is is right there at the the base needs list, you know, along with food and water, you know, it's shelter. So yeah, a place where they both feel safe and not like they're going to be harassed or mistreated based, you know, potentially on their disability. I don't know what the uh, manager's problem is with them, but, uh, I mean, I guess, yeah, Mick should have paid the rent on time, but, uh, I mean, hopefully he has it and could pay it. It seems like he was just holding on to it because, uh, you know, yeah. we, we talked about those issues with uh, the Medicare bills and that they should get resolved. But um, I think it's great that you had them kind of list all the pros and cons about making this kind of change. I mean, that's probably the best way to do is to write the, all the thoughts down and then they'll be able to see it in front of them and together they'll make the decision that's like going to be best for them. Yeah, 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 because on the one hand, you know, we can't, you know, just like abandon it and be like, oh, throw in the towel and, and, and move without planning ahead. But on the other, I I don't want to kind of just like, um, oh, brush off their not liking it because they, you know, they really never really complained about that place before. So I don't want them to feel like, you know, we're not hearing that. You know, they just want to be happy and and comfortable, you know, as well as, you know, it being affordable and all that. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, so you're going to have them make the list and then uh, talk to them next week about yeah. what they're going to yeah. decide to do. Yeah. We're going to follow up on it right away because, yeah, it's, we don't want any other, you know, difficulties coming up. You know, we, we got the thing straightened out with them getting the food. You know, mm-hmm. she's stable. We don't we don't want any other, you know, um, incidents to yeah, arise. Definitely not. So. So what's what's up with uh what's up what's going on with George? What's going on with George? Oh, well, you saw George last week. You know, he's doing a pretty good um except for the the medication thing, but fortunately, you know, we did meet and uh we were able to speak with the psychiatrist. Uh we got an appointment, you know, sort of soon after uh his last appointment because you know, he just was very upset about that getting the shots and uh did a a really good job, man. I was really impressed with him and his ability to like advocate for himself and, and keep himself, you know, he didn't really express the delusions that he sometimes does about it. He had some real solid, you know, good reasons for wanting to make the change. And I think the doctor is going to consider it. He didn't, you know, he just, just gotten the shot. So he couldn't make the change right away then anyway, but I, I definitely saw the psychiatrist listening to George. And um, I think that's what made you know wow. made it all the better because he did, you know, you saw him last week. He did not really feel like the, the psychiatrist was uh, treating him very fairly, to, so to speak. So, yeah. Oh, good. But, um, wow. Yeah, that was a good thing. So he had this other thing he brought up to me. I actually wanted to run it by you since you do know him from, from back then. So you know how he used to live in that other apartment building on the other side of town before yes. his hospitalization. And he's talked about that place a lot. You know, he loved living there. His friends are there. He misses living there. This new place he's in, you know, it's it's okay, but it's just not in a nice part of town. It's a little more run down. And he he kind of doesn't feel like he he has any friends there. So it's been a real challenge for him. Um, I would wish we could have gotten him 
or you know the supporting a- housing agency that he's with. I wish they could have gotten him into that apartment back when he was discharged, but as yeah. you remember, there just weren't any um, apartments available at that time. Right. And uh, we, you know, he he couldn't afford to wait, you know, and stay in the hospital just, you know, for the perfect place. So I, I applaud him for for taking, you know, something that was, you know, it's still decent. It's definitely not like unsafe, but I, I can understand his reasoning, you know, for wanting to make a change. So he came to me uh, right after the meeting with the psychiatrist, and uh, he was saying that he was talking to his friend, I think Jack is his friend over there, in the apartment building, and Jack told him that uh, somebody living right down the hall from him is, is getting ready to move out, uh, and there might be an apartment available in the old building where he lives, or used to live. So um, he was wondering, like, you know, how to go about you know, can he potentially move back there if he wanted? He has a voucher. It's like Section 8, but I don't call it Section 8 anymore. It's called, I think, a housing choice voucher. Mm-hmm. Um, and he doesn't know if they're allow if they would allow him to move or not. So I, I told him, I wasn't sure if you had any thoughts, but I told him to talk to the supportive housing agency, you know, and that they might be able to give him some more info, but also we could ask our colleagues about the issue with the the voucher. I'm not sure um, if he could move or not. Oh, okay. So, so perhaps he can use the voucher for the new unit, even though the old unit that he liked is not available, at least another unit in the same exact building. Yeah, it wouldn't be the same exact apartment he used to have, but he said he was fine with that. He just wanted to be back in the building. Yeah. So I I think it might be possible, but um, definitely uh-huh. going to have to talk to some of my colleagues, and I told him to talk to supported housing and see what they said as well. Um, obviously, they know him well. You guys from before I was here know him fairly well too. Uh, it seems like, you know, the safety issues aside, just being back in the same um, the same building where he's got some close friends would be a really great step towards you know his recovery. What do you think? Oh, totally. Yes, because just like I was saying about Mick and Bianca needing to be happy, um, the environment where you live and with the friends and the supports and everything, it's just so important for George, you know, like like he had been in the hospital a long time. He needs that comfort and um, not so much routine, you know, but yeah, he needs that, you know, familiarity. Yeah. It would be good. I struggle because, you know, I... Some of the other, you know, of our coworkers have mentioned, you know, they felt like he may have gotten a little too comfortable uh, and that this was really challenging him. You know, he was learning to shop in different places because it's a different part and use different um, bus routes. But I think when it, when when you do when you do think about people and their recovery, you know, you certainly want people feeling comfortable about where they mm-hmm. live and and who they spend their time with, and and that they spend time with other people. And he's definitely voiced that to me that he he doesn't spend enough time socializing as he Aww. would like. So that's a real yeah. need that we have to to factor in when we think about right. wellness. And uh, I hope the support housing agency. Um, you know, they, they're great. So I, I know they'll listen to him, but I just hope that they, maybe they can accommodate him and, and see about that for him. Uh, yeah. That'd be great. And then yeah. also, just real quick on Michaela, um, I guess it's a, a housing-themed week. <laughs> um, uh-uh. Because her mom, her mom had reached out to me. 
um, to give me an update on her financial situation. Uh, so as you know, Michaela um, gave me a release to speak with her mom, and we've talked a few times. Um, the mom is letting me know that Michaela has to find a new place to live, like, ASAP. Uh, she's got to be out basically by the end of the month. Um, her, She's losing the house, unfortunately. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so... Uh, the money mm-hmm. that she had had from that settlement mm-hmm. a long time ago mm-hmm. has run out and she got behind and she's making arrangements. She's got some, some, some good supports in her life, she said, and she's getting a new place to live, um, starting next month. But she said she can't, you know, she can't provide for Michaela anymore. And I understand that. And, uh, Michaela has got to fi- figure out her own housing. And she asked me, you know, what types of options were out there. Um, so, you know, I explained to her a few of them that might be good. Um, and I talked about, you know, you know, unfortunately some of the the options that wouldn't be so great. I I think knowing Michaela, I don't think she'd be too much in favor of living in a shelter, um, given that she's been living in a, in a private house, like a residence. Um, but right. that, that's the kind of options she might be looking at or a, a, or boor- a boarding, yeah, home. boarding home. Um, so Michaela was, I mean, Michaela's mom was, a, you know, kind of a little surprised. Like she thought she could just, you know, get into her own apartment. Um, and I explained to her, you know, based on what she's getting temporarily from, uh, ha- from the board of social services, like she's not going to be able to afford uh, you know, an apartment. She doesn't have a subsidy. So, uh, so I'm going to look into some other options for her. Um, I'm going to see if she might be eligible for like a group home or, uh, supported housing, or I know there's risk teams or, uh, pack teams. You know, I know there's other housing options out there. I just don't know if she'd be eligible for them based on her being, you know, kind of out in the community now and not, residing in a hospital so it's a it's going to be a big change for Michaela but uh I mean she definitely has shown some promise and some progress lately so hopefully it'll be a good good step in the right direction for her being a little more independent yeah yeah for her to for her to even know that there are some possibilities and they don't have to all be kind of yucky choices they don't have to all be the shelters and the boarding homes if that would be cool if she could get into um you know, uh, even a group home where, you know, there's like people her age and, you know, that kind of that kind of setting might be good in the short in the short term. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I know is like a, tr- a group home would be like a, a transitional type of situation. Um, but that might be what she will be good for her right now. So we will see. I'll look into it and uh, going to keep Michaela's mom uh, updated because she asked me to. And, uh, you know, she said she'll help out in any way she can. She just doesn't have the financial means right now to, to assist her. So I told her, you know, we understand that. So anyway, yeah, busy week, busy week. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, good luck with everything. Let's let you, yeah, let's keep in touch, you know, before the end of the week about how this is going. Cause like you said, it's a real housing issues week. Yes. And, um, and that's, that's, that's complicated. Yeah, we'll do. It's, it's good to have your support, you know, as I work with the people on my caseload, just cause I know you, you've been with the agency a while and, uh, you know, uh-huh. you've got a lot of experience and I know that, you know, it's good to kind of be paired up. I think we've gotten, uh, some, some, uh, 
good stuff done for the people and it's helped having another person on the team to kind of bounce ideas off of. Yes, absolutely. I appreciate your help too because that, that, that's what's cool about being here is that we can turn to each other as a team. Yeah, for sure. All right, Louis. Okay, cool. Talk to you later. Okay, bye. Bye.